Hey, it's Jill with BU Podcast, and I'm really happy that you're here with me, whether you're a first-time listener or you're one of our longtime members of this amazing community. I am genuinely happy that you are here. If you were referred to this podcast by a friend, I want to thank that friend, and I want to tell you that it was not an accident. I don't say that because I think I'm amazing. I say that because I don't believe that anything is a coincidence, and I believe that you were sent to this podcast because there's something in this conversation, either today or maybe one in the past or one in the future, that is meant for you. So I invite you to listen to at least three episodes and take it in and ask yourself, is this triggering? Is this something I've never heard before? Is this something that I'd like to hear more of? And I find that when something is a trigger, It's a beautiful invitation for me to lean into that and to look underneath that. And when something feels good and it just resonates with me and I'm excited about it, there's something to that too. And anyway, I'm just happy you're here. We just keep growing and growing and growing. It's crazy. Someone was asking me the other day, you know, what I do to grow this. And I said, I really don't do anything to grow this. This is a passion project. This is something that I do once a week and I do no prep for. I bump into people, again, through no coincidence, through attraction on Instagram many times and uh, throughout things that I'm researching or studying just about life, things that interest me. And I invite people to be on the show who resonate not just with me and what I believe and what I want to share, but who I believe resonate with the listener and what this podcast is about. And... I'm happy to tell you that the conversation you're about to listen to is one of those sort of happenstance situations where I was on Instagram. I don't even remember how I saw her reel. It was refreshing. It was hilarious. It was so just like a breath of fresh air. And she was adorable. And as I looked into Katie's account more, I just couldn't stop consuming her content. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then we messaged back and forth. We had this amazing connection. And then she's like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. (laughs) So I invited her to be on. So anyway, someone asked me a while back, like, what do you do to grow it? And I said, I really don't. It is growing the way it's growing. We're over 120 countries now. You look at my Instagram account, it's like, what? Yep. I have what? I don't even know, seven, 800, 900 people that look at my Instagram account and that's okay. It grows because people like you listen and then they share it with friends. We do no advertising. I'm not a part of a podcast network, at least not yet. There's no one sponsoring the podcast. It's genuine, genuine organic growth, which is so cool. We're coming up in three years if you're listening in real time. And it's my pleasure to be here with you today. So let me tell you, about the conversation we're about to have. I just messaged her on Instagram and I said, I don't even remember what we talked about. I just remember we laughed. <laughs> so it, we, mess, we we recorded this months ago. So I really don't remember as I'm recording this intro for you what we talked about, but I just remember we laughed. And I remember that Katie's spirit came through and her spunk and her zest and her humor. And that's what you're going to love. You know, we go pretty deep on BU and I love that. No apologies for that. And as I just said to my friend, Joy Harrington, a lot of you love her and follow her. Joy's at my house for two weeks with her husband and kids and we were chatting in the kitchen and I said, you know, I have the most just adorable, funny, hilarious, spunky guest coming on my show on Monday. I'm going to go record the intro. She said, who is she? And I showed her the account and I said, I'm releasing it this coming Monday because the past few episodes, we've gone deep and we're talking about suffering and we're talking about like 
just stuff that's so important to talk about, but sometimes you just got to lighten it up. And so this is a very light and bright and refreshing conversation and episode for you. She goes by Organic Chaos. And I just, I think it's a hilarious name. I love chaos the best probably. And our guest name is Katie Baring. So let me tell you about Katie. So Katie is an HWCA graduate who loves connecting with her clients and she specializes in helping women, especially women over 40. But if you're not over 40, keep listening. You're going to love her. Identify triggers that might be causing imbalances in their lives, not just in their health, in their lives in general. She focuses on proper nutrition, sleep, restoration, low-impact movement, and most importantly, as a gut health practitioner, practitioner, she helps the client heal their gut lining. She has experience with the MTHFR gene mutation, some people call it the mother effer, hormonal imbalances, adrenal fatigue, stubborn weight gain, and other autoimmune issues. It is her passion to educate, empower, and heal people throughout this journey that we call life. So she is a gut practitioner, a gut health specialist. And (laughs) the way I found her is, you probably know her as the founder of the Hey Babe movement. Have you heard of that? She has these hilarious reels where she's like, hey, babe, um, did you know that if you do this or that, it helps your gut? Hey, babe, did you know? And she's learning about things. And then the real, the video is her like yelling into the other room at her husband. You have to find her. She's so funny. So on Instagram, her handle is organic.chaos, but there are two S's at the end of chaos. Just look at a couple of her reels and you'll see why I fell in love with her. So this is our chat together. Thank you again for being here with us. We love you so much. And I wish you the most amazing life of health and happiness and joy and fun and You're going to get some of that right now with Katie, Organic Chaos. There is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman, and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. Ten years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Katie, welcome to Be You Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, You know, I never do video and I've been told a million times by all the experts that that's what I need to be doing. I kind of wish we were doing video so people could like even like really be able to capture your just super bright energy, your craziness slash bright energy. I just, I just adore you. 
I'm so excited that I stumbled across you on Instagram. I love your account and I mostly hate accounts on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that makes me feel great. (laughs) I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. Some of my favorite people in my life I've met through Instagram and I've learned so much on Instagram. So of course, I love it. I could do without Facebook in 10 seconds. Instagram, I probably couldn't. But at the same time, there's just a lot of preaching and a lot of fake stuff and a lot of influencer stuff and a lot of, oh, look, I'm, you know, if you're not homesteading and having no technology and doing this with your kids, then you've effed them up for life. And I'm just, I get depressed kind of. And your account is so uplifting and hilarious while being so educational, so funny, so entertaining. I just freaking love it. I love it. Love it. I mean, really, I started on this whole path of like social media during the pandemic, like during 2020. I think I made the first video on TikTok the first day of like shutdown. (laughs) And then I just was having fun with it. And then TikTok is weird because it just kind of like it's it's like this love-hate relationship. Like it like love bombs you and then it ignores you and then you're stuck in this really weird trying to impress TikTok. So then I was like, you know what? I don't need you. And so I'm like, I'm gonna go on Instagram. (laughs) And then that was right around the time where I started to do the hey babe stuff. And then it just kind of exploded on Instagram. And then Ironically, I just found like this really great community of people that are like, oh my gosh, my husband sent that video to me and that he couldn't believe that I sound like you, you sound like me, you know? So it was just a really fun, you know, uplifting, energetic atmosphere. I just love it. So yes, I'm glad that you found me on Instagram. Me too. So, okay. So I didn't know that about TikTok because I don't do TikTok. But I think it's a, it's a great metaphor for life. It's like mm-hmm. it's, sometimes we do that with men. We do it with careers. We do it with whatever. And you were like, no, I'm just stepping into myself and I don't need it. And then it came and found you in another way. I love that. I love that. So I thought that the whole hey, babe thing was like super, super smart marketing. I did not know that it really did happen organically. It totally did. I think I posted it in May. So this is how fresh it is. You know, the first videos and my whole health journey unfolded on TikTok. And I grew that audience to about it's almost to 200,000. And then but it ebbs and flows. And then this Hey Babe thing, I was like, I'm just gonna start posting all of the crazy things when my husband comes home from work. And I just spew out all of these crazy things that I have learned from podcasts that I've listened to, articles that I've read, or like other TikTok videos or Instagram reels. And then it's just like, oh my gosh, I sound like a crazy lunatic, but that's who I am. And I guess I'm owning it. And I just was like, I just have to start posting this for fun. And I did. And then it just kind of exploded. And it's so much fun. And I have not yet run out of things to talk about because I just learn new things every day. Yes. And it's so funny. You don't sound like a crazy person. It's the information's crazy. Like the the shit we find out is crazy. The, the stuff that we're never told by doctors, by experts is crazy. It's like conspiracy theories for health. You know, there are never conspiracy theories. It's like we realize, oh my gosh, there are people that have known this for hundreds and hundreds of years. 
don't even get me started on that because I, the whole reason why I decided to get my certification as a gut health practitioner was because I was already learning all of this information. I wanted to, then I was like, maybe I can actually make money at doing this and have an actual certification with it. But when I had had, I had three kids in under three years, I couldn't lose weight. Oh yeah. Hold hold on. I did not know that. (laughs) Did you have twins? No. Oh, yeah, boy. We're still like, I, I think, you know, we'll get to the point where my son is the youngest and he'll graduate and I'll just be like, what the heck happened with the, the last 18 years, 20 years? Because there, my oldest was not yet three until my youngest was born. So they're all like about a year and a half apart. Wow. You're going to have three in high school at the same time and then they're just going to be gone. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? Oh my gosh. That's going to be a whole nother account where you're going to talk about all the the stuff that you, while you were focusing on this, you had no idea X, Y, and Z about kids and parenting. And now your kids are going to be out of the house because that's me. I'm like, I learned all this stuff about trauma. I went and got certified just like you, but in a different area. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that when my kid does that, it's a trauma response. I had no idea. Yes. It's the same thing, different topic. Isn't it? It's like the whole holistic, like the healing process is so multifaceted. And like, I just love learning all of these different levels because it's not just, you know, food in, calories in, calories out. And that's the reason why you may or may not be losing weight. And so that's what I wanted to dive deep into. Because so I had the three kids in under three years. I went to my general practitioner because I couldn't lose the weight. I was doing all of the things that, you know, quote unquote things that I, I knew that worked in my twenties and then it wasn't working. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then she was like, you're, I mean, you're fine. You, you know, I can write a prescription for anti-depression, anti-anxiety. And she's like, I can write you a referral to an endocrinologist, which I went to who was, He was just like an old school, like, you know, older, was just like, well, I think you just need to sleep more. You have (laughs) three little kids. And I'm like, can't you go to aerobics? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, where did you go to school? Because this sounds like a great university. So then I just started to just dive deep into this whole, like, I just feel like knowledge is power. And a lot of times people are gaslit when they go to, you know, offices and it's not all doctors, but some most, you know, Dr. Hyman, who is a naturopath and he's a trained MD, talks about how he had like one class that was nutrition. So you go in with all of these issues like, you know, perimenopause, menopause, I can't sleep, I can't lose weight, I'm having hot flashes. And they just want to prescribe something right away without asking like, how are your stress levels? What are you eating? Maybe you're eating something that doesn't work with your body chemistry, you know? So it's just, I wanted to learn all of that so I could empower myself and help my kids and help my husband. And Yeah, and it's, I don't know if you agree, but I feel like it's one of two things. They either gaslight you, right? Or they want to medicate you. Yeah. Or both. Mm-hmm. And you don't know my background. So I was an ICU nurse who then got into, I'm not in it anymore, but I built a very large business in the world of 
multi-level marketing, network marketing, direct sales, that whole industry. And I haven't done that in two and a half years, but I did that, partnered with a physician. But that physician I partnered with was the one of the first, one of the first two females to graduate from Yale Medical School. Okay. And she was super holistic before it was ever cool. I mean, this woman right. was like eating dandelions out of her front yard when she was homeschooling all her babies. And right now she's in her 70s. So it was a long time ago. So she taught me just, I had the, like the awakening people talk about, like a spiritual awakening. Mine was through about a lot of what you talk about, but the information has obviously evolved since I learned this stuff. What you're talking about, I never knew about. But she told me the truth about X, Y, and Z. And it woke me up. My kids were nine, six, and three at the time. And I have a funny story for you. So when I sort of like woke up, like she said things to me and I was like, wait, what are you talking about? So I'm working in an ICU setting. I'm taking care of people with cardiac issues. I'm telling them, you know, what I'm told, low sodium diet, low, you know, and right. I just am preaching what I'm taught while I'm super thin. I never gained weight. I always looked great in my jeans, but I ate like crap and I was in a high stress environment as a nurse and I would go on the any break that I had, which was no break. And I'd quickly, you know, chase some Pepsi, chase some soda crackers with Pepsi, hit Taco Bell on the way home at 3.30 in the morning or whatever it was. And and I thought I was healthy. Why? Because I was thin and I looked good and I wasn't on any medication. And so it's a long story, but the short version is that it's funny that we found each other because, you know, I was 36 at the time and all of a sudden woke up to so much and she would say things to me that I literally thought were crazy. I did, I knew she wasn't crazy, but she would say things, Katie. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. That sounds like a little cuckoo. I mean, really? And I laugh now because I, we don't talk anymore. I haven't talked to her in a long time. I'm now 51 and a half and I'm like, grounding out in my backyard. (laughs) I'm carrying crystals in my pocket. And literally, I used to laugh because that's what she would do. And I'm like, I'm becoming Candace. (laughs) She was wiser than I thought. (laughs) So there are MDs like her out there, but they are rare. And And speaking of nutrition, her husband voluntarily would teach nutrition to the Notre Dame medical students. And the medical school said to him, here's the deal. No one's going to show up. And he's like, I don't believe you. And he's been doing that for, I don't know to make it up like 20 years, completely pro bono. He sits and eats lunch with them and teaches them the truth about nutrition. Like she's the one who said to me, I mean, this was 15 years ago. Okay. Vitamin D was misnamed. There's a whole story behind it. It's not vitamin D. It's actually hormone. This is the truth about milk. This is anyway, but now I'm hearing you share things and I'm like, holy shit, there's like a whole <laughs> new world I didn't even know about. I know. So, so when you're asking those questions, you're saying these are really things that you've come across yourself. And you're like this, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. It's it's beautifully done. Let me just compliment you because it is hilarious. So it's not confronting. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like you invite us in with your humor and the way you perform and you're so great, but it's really serious stuff. Sure. But it's not heavy. So that's why I think, at least me, I'm attracted to it because there's so much heaviness in the world and all of our social media. It's so light and fun, but it's like, oh shit, she's telling the truth. Like, I need to look into that. So, and then you do some of the work for us, right? You do so much of the research that we don't have to do. I know. But I do like to plant the seeds for people to do even more research on it because 
one of the things that I really wanted to like switch gears from my TikTok account to Instagram was that I am not perfect. You know, like I try my hardest with things because there is a group where they're like, it's you're all in or nothing. Yes. And I just with anything, I just do not agree with that. And I feel like my personality is I'm a very perfectionistic personality. And if I get to that point where I'm just all in it, there's no joy in that for me. So I started to nip it right away where I was like, because someone was like, do you get your hair dyed? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And I always will. I choose to. Okay. You know, it gives me joy. I have a skip in my step when I have my hair done. And my thing is like the informed consent. I don't like the sneaky crap that they put in our soil, our food, and all of those things where we have our water. You know, I don't like that. But I do like if I want to get my hair done, I'm going to get my hair done. I love it. Yes. I used to do talks on nutrition. And here's what I would say. I would say, I when I want to make a bad choice, I own it, but at least I'm informed. I know I'm making a bad choice. When I go get a chili cheese dog in the drive-thru at Steak and Shake, because that's my my favorite indulgence that if I really want to just, I mean, I just want to go to hell. Yeah. I'm just going to eat that thing. But I know I'm doing it. Yes. Unlike you know, serving what I think is a healthy meal to my family and not knowing the kind of stuff you're exposing. Did you realize that there are like antibiotics in that and there's this and that? I didn't know that. So I I totally agree with you. It's an informed decision. Right. And I also think our whole health journey and our whole walk is just so unique to ourselves. And we might come to a point, I might come to a point, gosh, I hope not, where I'm like, I'm just not going to dye my hair for a while because I need to do a heavy detox. I might do that, but I'm not like committed to that right now. So I think it's important for people to understand to just give themselves, you know, grace and compassion. Otherwise, if you're so like uptight, it's really hard to heal and enjoy your life, which I feel like that's what we're supposed to be doing. So it's that balance. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said it's hard to heal because that's a really a great point. Like if you're so focused and your energy is so focused on, I I might make a mistake. It's all fear. And what does disease love? Disease loves fear. Disease thrives in fear. Yes. I know people like this who they're such purists, Katie. And I used to, when I was younger, I would beat myself up and say, I'm not doing it right. I'm doing it wrong. I'm effing up, whatever. I'm doing okay. And now that I'm a little older, I look back on me when I went a little nuts at 36 and I literally ripped a box of Pop-Tarts out of my nine-year-old's hands and said, I've been poisoning you. You can't have that. Traumatized my children through. I mean, I wish I knew how to do a, a reel like that. It'd be funny. I mean, ripping this stuff out of their hands, nine, six, and three, cleaning out our pantry. And the one was holding onto the Pop-Tarts. And I said that, and she's like, can I just keep one? And I said, no, you can't just keep one. Like I didn't, I didn't. And it's like, no lube. I did not ease them into this. It was just all in. This is what we were doing. I'm ripping away the life that you know. Milk is bad and this is bad. And they're like, oh, she says to her little sister, well, Julia, I guess we're just going to starve because <laughs> I was a psycho, psycho. So yeah. then I couldn't keep up with the purists. 
And then I beat myself up. And a lot of women do that, as you know. And, and now at this age, I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying this because I need an excuse or to apologize for eating a cookie. But I do realize that the way you're living, Katie, is, in my opinion, we all have different opinions, the way to go. Because it isn't about balance because you're trying to work in the bad stuff and make an excuse for it. Because people do that, right? Or they bypass ways they're living their life and they pretend it isn't wrong, right? What you're saying, I think, I hear you saying is what I believe too, that I realize if I'm a health advocate and a wellness advocate, I don't want to live in fear because that's not health and wellness. There's no joy, as you said, in that. And and I know that if it brings me, like truly brings me joy, right, to sit out on my patio and have a cup of coffee and have some chocolate, I'm going to do that. And then I used to beat myself up about things I was eating and I was so hard on myself. And I had a friend that said to me, what do you think that's doing to your body? What do you think that's doing to your health? I was like, I actually never thought about that. All I think is, I'm being serious, Katie, I've done this. Like, let's say it was like Cheez-Its crackers. I mean, they were made by God. (laughs) Cheez-Its. I can't have them in my house though, because I'll just like eat the whole box. Like Cheez-Its and a little icy cold mini can of Coke. I mean, I'm just, that's it. Mm -hmm. But I would eat it. And if I'm really honest, I didn't say it out loud, but my story and my internal dialogue was, this is so bad for you. You know so much better. I can't believe you're eating that. And I would keep doing that to myself. And because I'm not super bright, I had to have someone else point out to me. My friend was like, Joe, what do you think that story is doing to your health? What do you think cancer likes to feed off of? Doesn't just feed off of sugar. It feeds off of fear, negativity, oh right? She woke my yeah. ass up. And so yeah. now I, I get it. I just love, that's one reason I love your message. Thank you. I mean- I'm just trying to spread that because <laughs> it's so important. I just feel like we're hard enough on ourselves. You know, in one of my course work, it was like, learn to talk to yourself. Like, how do you talk to, for me, my children, you know, they're um, eight and nine and six and you want to be gentle with them and, you know, teach them and guide them and we should be talking to ourselves that way, not just critical and mean and just like so harsh. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry, but you know, like I just easily fall into that. And I'm like, I have to stop doing that because it is how we talk to ourselves plays a role in our trauma in our stored trauma and how we can heal. And guess what? Our we're never going to just be at the end point of our healing journey. It it goes up and down. We're exposed to different things and then we're learning more things. And it just is like ever winding and you just kind of have to learn to go with it and then give yourself grace and say, okay, today's a new day. I'm going to, I'm going to try it this way. And it's okay if I screwed up a little bit and have fun you know, so it is a, it's a very eye opening thing that I like to just keep diving deeper into. Gosh, I have so many questions I want to ask you. Like, I don't do any preparation for podcasts. That's, I, I don't like to, I like it to just flow. And I'm thinking right now of all these things coming to me, like, I have so much I want to ask you. The first thing I will ask you is, why would you recommend? I love that you don't should on people. I have a friend that said, don't should on people. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't that funny? You don't should on people at all. 
And, you know, if I ask you to take the gloves off and give someone some bare knuckles advice here, someone who has studied the gut, the microbiome, someone who's really gone down, when we say rabbit hole, it's kind of funny, but it does sound like conspiracy theory. You've done, you've gone down like true tunnels of information that have been hidden by big systematic stuff, I'll just say, a machine that runs things, especially in the United States. What would you say to someone who says, it's really not that big of a deal, like all the stuff they eat or not doing any supplements or not not even thinking about all of that, even though you want people to live reasonably and not stress over it, why would you recommend that there are some things they should be looking at? Well, when I was deciding to get my certification in some sort of holistic health coach, I wanted something that really focused on the gut because with all of my studies and learning and, you know, I had breast implant illness and that rabbit hole of information, a lot of it stems, a lot of our um, issues, autoimmune issues points directly to the gut and the gut lining and your gut health. And the junctions within our gut lining are kind of like a slinky. And they're supposed to pull apart and let the proper nutrients through and then go back together. And what happens with leaky gut is those junctions are pulled apart and they stay apart. And then that's when they're letting things coming through into the bloodstream that aren't supposed to be there. And then that's when your body starts attacking that and essentially just starts attacking itself that creates that chronic stress. And when we have that chronic stress, you have a whole slew of issues. And it can be anything from cancer, from all the autoimmune issues that we've seen, especially a lot more in the last couple of years with illnesses and viruses and injections it's so different for everyone <laughs> because everyone is exposed to different stressors, you know, different chemical stressors, different environmental stressors, stressors with bosses, family stress. All of that can make your gut lining pull apart in that leaky gut and stay apart even more so. And it's important to heal that leaky gut because then your body won't be in this constant state of stress and attack mode. And it can heal the way we're supposed to heal, the way God made us, our bodies, to be able to heal. So it's so important for someone like, you know, my dad who says, organic schmorganic like why why do we need organic this and organic that and i'm like he's like we never needed that when i was younger and i'm like because you didn't need that Thank when you, you were younger yeah. they weren't growing crap in the soil they weren't spraying chemicals all over your food all of that is like the perfect storm for our bodies that if we don't learn how to heal your leaky gut, it can cause so many other issues in the long run. So that's why I wanted to to focus on the gut because I don't want just one little class on it. I want to know the ins and outs of it. And that also connects with 
you know, depression and anxiety because there's something that's called the brain gut connection. And you have the serotonin production and dopamine and big majority of that's produced in your gut. So if you think of all the chemicals and stressors that we're exposed to, you have to learn how to detox and get rid of that junk so your body's not in this constant fight mode. So there's like your Cliff Notes version of <laughs> why you should care. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it's a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. So it can get really overwhelming. I mean, there is so much. And that's what I think I love about your account is you're honest about that. You're like, oh my gosh, I just learned this and I just learned this. So what would you, and I didn't ask you this ahead of time, just off the top of your head, what would you say to our listeners would be like, what are your three biggest rocks? You know, like if you only do these three things, just do these, either just start with those, or if you even just do these, it will make a difference. Because I know people, like my daughter, for example, she's not going to do everything you would want her to do to heal her gut. I guarantee you she has leaky gut. I guarantee you. And those of you listening, I, I think Katie would agree with me that people who have leaky gut, like you can take all the supplements you want in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not going to absorb them. It's not going to matter. And that's my daughter. But but what are the yeah. three things that, that you would think make the biggest impact? So I, I would think like a 30-day a detox of taking out gluten, taking out dairy, just to kind of heal, give your body a chance to heal properly. And then slowly add in things and learn to identify triggers within your body. So you have things that you could get headaches or you could have crazy mood dysregulation. You could have itchy patches of skin. You could have trouble sleeping. And that could come from just one thing that you're eating that doesn't serve your individual biochemistry. So that's, I would say, do like a 30-day detox plan. I have one, but you can look on Pinterest where it talks about the foods to eliminate and then to just start slowly adding in. The other thing that is so important that people don't talk enough about is sleep. Like making sure you get enough well-rested sleep. That's when we can rejuvenate. That's our cells can restore. That's so important that I feel like people are wanting just like the next supplement when they should just be turning off your phone at night, which I'm guilty of that. That is hard because I'm with my kids all day and that that's my time to just have my nose to my phone. But try to get away from the blue light, read before bed and try to make it so you have an environment where you can get that rest throughout the night. And then the third thing is like making sure you're moving and it doesn't have to be a crazy hit workout. I had fallen into this. I was doing like high intensity interval training for six days a week for 45 minutes, like crazy. And that was just another stress on my body. So it couldn't heal. So I love to get out and go for a walk right away in the morning. I like to get that vitamin D, even if it's cloudy, that starts kicking in your serotonin production. And then we have what's called the circadian rhythm. So that produces something where you have that balance with our cortisol. And then you're able to produce melatonin in the evening and then sleep and have restful sleep. So people, I think, want to hear 
the supplements or I need to be running five miles a day. And it really doesn't have to be that complicated. Simplify it and then give yourself grace and then enjoy what you're doing. I like to go for a walk. Some people like to go for hikes or some people do Pilates or whatever. And um, I think your intention behind it is important too, just to make sure you're, you know, checking your heart and I'm doing this because I like it, not because I have to, but I enjoy doing this. So I would say those would be three of my top contenders. That is amazing. I did not expect you to say that. I know they're important, but I didn't think they would be your top three. Obviously the gut's going to be number one, but I didn't realize that you would say that. And I think that so many of our listeners are, you know, when I say high achieving women, it doesn't have to be career, obviously, right? But they have the, the the mindset and the makeup of a woman who really wants to live her best life and do do really well. And so they are looking for, not consciously, but they're looking for perfection or nothing, right? If I can't do it great, then I'm just going to give up. And I love that you just said, just go for a walk. That's You're not saying that to let everybody off the hook. You're saying it because there's science showing that it really is really good for you. Yeah. And that's been great for me because I've been in this rut of I've gained all this weight. I told you I'm in perimenopause. I had breast implant illness and tons and tons of very serious family stress all yeah. in a matter of a couple of years. And it was the perfect storm for my body to just go haywire. And when my functional medicine doctor said to me, I want you to take three 10 minute walks a day. I almost laughed like, really, bro? Seriously? He's like, yeah. And I'm not saying, I go, are you saying that because you think that's all I can do or that's all I will do? And he said, it really makes such an impact on your health, just three a day. And he said what you said, you know, and this is a highly trained, very sought after functional medicine physician who trained under some of the top anti-aging experts in the world. And he said, just what you said, Katie. He said, just what the Hey Babe girl said. <laughs> and this shows that you you so know what you're talking about. But he said to me, because I'm a why person, I, I like to understand things, you know, and I said, explain to me though, what? why first thing in the morning? Like, I'm not a morning person. And he said what you said. He's like, when your eyes, no sunglasses, by the way, when your eyes see the sun, that tells your circadian rhythm, oh, it's time to get going. And when you yes. take that last walk in the evening, it's time to slow down and it's time to... So let me tell you how teachable and coachable and smart I am. <laughs> so I paid this guy a lot of, no, of money and I started working with him in October. And guess when I started doing my three walks a day? Well, like two weeks ago. <laughs> exactly. Two weeks ago. I was <laughs> literally two weeks ago. Swear to you. Two freaking weeks ago. And I just talked to him the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, Dr. Stillman. Like, I feel amazing. I'm taking three walks a day. I have so much energy. I actually want to take the walks. I, I'm excited to take the walks. I used to be someone, people would say, take walks. I'm like, gross, no desire. I love it. And I say 10 minutes, but they turn into 20. And I'm out in nature and I'm getting sunshine. He's like, well, I'll be darned. Wonder where you heard that. <laughs> it really does make a difference. It really does. And I'm glad you said about, about sleep. You know, that people think just because they're in the bed for seven hours, that means they're sleeping, right? If, if you're staring at your phone until the minute before you fall asleep, you're really not. Right. But you've got some moms on here like you who can't really get a lot of sleep. They've got babies or they've got whatever. So let's let, maybe just share one more. If, if they're trying their best with sleep, but dude, they're getting up with hot flashes or they're getting up with a baby. 
What's something else? Maybe throw in one more that you feel like makes a really big difference. I love grounding. So just walking outside without shoes on, I can feel it just kind of make, you know, my shoulders relax. I can feel my body just start to even out. And it has to do with your body's electric charge and the earth and it just kind of evens it out. So I feel like that's a very simple fix for, I mean, man, I've been there with three. I didn't think I'd be able to sleep ever again with the three babies. And so I know when people say you need to get more sleep, you just want to like smack them. But I think grounding is so helpful and beneficial. Okay. So I used to think that was like such a hippie, weird, woo-woo. Like, I'm like, bro, give me, I, this is me bro all the time. It's from my teenagers. Oh my God. Bro <laughs> and bra all the time. But I would say, okay, that's just weird. And now, first of all, you did, th- there is science supporting it. But even if someone doesn't care about the science, isn't it just common sense? Like we've gotten away from what our grandparents and their grandparents did. Yeah. You just said sunshine, sleep and getting out and putting your feet on the ground and or even laying on the ground and it's the whole what's the saying about the best doctors are what sunshine water you know earth whatever it's true all free you know so like that's what people don't I think want to hear or they just brush it off because it's so simple and you're like but Really, if you pull your nose away from the computer screen and get outside and walk around barefoot and enjoy nature, it's just so healing for our bodies. Okay, so I have so many things I want to ask you. What about in all the research that you've done? There are a lot, there are a lot of things, but what is one of the most shocking things you've discovered? That right now we've got someone listening who's like, okay, I'm not going to take the time to do the research. I trust you. I think you're great. Just tell me a couple of things that will shock me that maybe I shouldn't be doing or that I didn't know. Like you shared a reel today that I sent to my daughter about a nickel allergy. Like she, every time she would wear earrings, she would have a reaction. And then she realized it was nickel. And now tell them what you found out. It's that there's a connection between a nickel allergy and, and autoimmune conditions. And it can just kind of exacerbate those issues from nickel. And there's the article that I was reading about, and there's multiple articles, but the one specifically was talking about how nickel can be found in not just costume jewelry, but it can also be found in certain nuts and seeds. So there are things that you ingest that have nickel in it as well. But I had no clue about that. that that can also be a root cause to autoimmune conditions. So that in itself, a nickel nickel allergy, it's something where it was like type four hypersensitivity reactions. It's the same with the nickel allergy and Hashimoto's and a few other autoimmune conditions. So that's something where I'm like, I'm just on the surface of that. So I have to do even more research learning about that, but never knew that. I just started getting really itchy with some of my earrings. So I had to order, I think it was like titanium was fine, but I would get itchy earlobes and then have to take them out and then they'd be puffy and crusty. 
And I mean, those are things that I feel like people don't just normally talk about. The other thing was, I was, this just popped into my head, but I was at, we belong to like a pool club and they had their Memorial Day celebration was last night because our weather was so bad over Memorial Day weekend. And they have drinks, beverages that you can purchase there. And my friend was drinking, you know, it's like canned wine. Because isn't that a great idea? <laughs> it actually is a really good idea. So I, you know, but I usually, if I'm going to drink, I usually drink like my clean, clean crafted wine, unless it's not there. So I was like, all right. I mean, I haven't really been drinking a whole lot lately. Not that I'm against alcohol, but just I haven't felt like the need to. But I was like, I'm going to have a beverage. So I was like, I'll have whatever she's having. So I was drinking it. And she's like, well, I didn't get any headaches from this the last time I had it. And I'm like, well, we'll see. Because like my body, I just react very... I'm just very in tune with my body. I can tell like that if my body doesn't like a certain thing. It was fine. And she texted me this morning. And she's like, how did... How, did you have any headaches? I was like, no, but I woke up swollen. She was like, you can get swollen from from wine. I'm like, you can get swollen from a lot of things that your body just doesn't like. And she's like, huh, I never knew that. So like, you know, I used to wake up with just puffiness all over my eyes and my cheeks and around my nose. And especially when I had breast implants, that was a huge, huge thing. And I think it just made it worse if I had, you know, certain foods that my body didn't necessarily like or alcohol that my body didn't like, the puffiness. You know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say that it wasn't the wine, it was the can. (laughs) Well, I mean, really, the aluminum. Oh my God. You know, my doctor did tell me that he did testing on a woman and she had a high level of aluminum in her body and she doesn't use deodorant that has aluminum in it, couldn't figure it out. But every day since she was like 12, she would drink something out of a can. And she's like, yeah, but it's not pop. It's like like healthy water or whatever. And and she, that particular person, developed a toxicity from that. Okay, so what about some of the things that like aren't weird to you because you do them? But I'm telling you, there are people listening going to go, what? Like, like, let's say this, oil pulling. I did it like three times. So I'm like, this is gross. I know I should do it, but I'm not doing it. But like, what would be the benefit of that? Or you can come up with something else, but something that is that they could do that's not your big three rocks that's you that will shock the heck out of them. That's something they are going to be like, I can't believe that's true, but it's actually going to help me. What would be one of them? I didn't realize that our mouth has its own microbiome. Do you know, you know, our gut has a microbiome. I don't know if you've heard that term, but it's essentially like the ecosystem within our gut that helps break down food. And there has to be a good balance between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria. And they have to just kind of commingle and exist within our ecosystem and our gut. But our mouth has its own specific microbiome. And that's where the digestion really starts. And so oil pulling helps balance that ecosystem within our mouth. So that's something I didn't I didn't realize that, but oil pulling is so beneficial because it just helps keep that clean and it helps that microbiome stay balanced within your mouth. And it's like literally pulling things, right? Is it pulling what, what, like heavy metals, whatever? What is it pulling? Bacteria? Yep. So tell them how to do it. How do they, how do you do it? It's so gross. You just, 
put some, I mean, there are more expensive things that you could do. You know, you can buy like a mouthwash that is already the like liquidated form of the coconut oil and you just swish it around. But I just take a spoonful of coconut oil and it's kind of like, looks like Crisco, right? (laughs) You put it in your mouth. And you're like swishing it around and you use your tongue to move around your teeth and just kind of work it. And then it gets into that liquid form and then you're swishing it around. And then you spit it. I spit it in the garbage. Yeah. I mean, I have sometimes (laughs) spit it in cups or bowls that my husband... I need him on next time. He's going to tell the story what it's like living with you. My biggest thing is sometimes I think he just humors me and will listen and is whatever. But sometimes I catch him telling my stuff to other people. And it's like a turn on to me because I'm like, hey, panty dropper. Did I just hear my husband at that pool party say oil pulling? Oh, wait till we get home. (laughs) Seriously, it's so like, I never thought 10 years ago, I never thought this would be my life that I'm talking about this stuff. (laughs) But here we are. This is where I'm at right now. (laughs) Okay, so what is it? I don't know the answer to this. What about what has it done for your health? Because I also, you know, had breast implant illness and I've had mine out. How long have you had yours out? I got mine out in 2020 in January, right before the shutdown. Okay. So I was just a year after you, but obviously you've gotten healthier because of that. But since you've been doing what you've been doing, since you've been focusing on your gut and you've been really trying to live way more holistically and in more clean living, I guess I would say, what have you noticed about how you feel or about your health? I mean, I, I feel like when I had the breast implants specifically, I had chronic fatigue and I had just a lot of mood disorders that I feel like completely regulated once I got them removed. And then it was a mixture of how I changed my eating and detoxing and all of these things led me to where I am right now. And even right now, I don't feel like I'm 100% just because I feel like stress is a big thing for me that we had gone through something really traumatic with my husband's family when my middle daughter was born. So she's eight, so about eight years ago. And, you know, you talked about stress and like your adrenals and your cortisol. And I feel like me personally, my, my cup is already to the rim. And when I experience just a little bit of like everyday stress, It's just like, I'm already to that point where I can't, I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit better now that I got my breast implants removed and I'm on this path, but I'm still not at a hundred percent, but I have noticed like I, you know, I sleep way better. I feel calmer. I'm not as tired. Like you said, just like the sun is meant to like give us energy and getting outside and feeling like you can take on the day type of thing. And I'm just a happier person mm-hmm. because so it's it's a whole bunch of things, I feel like. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I've said to someone else, a lot of these things that we do, we may not notice, but but behind the scenes, it is doing something. It's making a difference and it takes a long time. 
Yes. You know, to turn that around, especially someone like you and I who had implants, you know, and I'm not shaming if you're listening, you have breast implants that is for you and your decision to make about that. And not everybody has the same experience, but she and I had the same experience where once you've had those and they are making you sick, right? It takes a while to detox from that and to really, you know, be able to turn your health around. And a lot of, as I said, the good things we're doing, you don't necessarily see the results, but they're great for you. Okay. So what if someone says, okay, I got it. There are these big rocks, these big things I could do. There are some shocking things like oil pulling things that would like surprise me, nickel sensitivity. But what if they do want, it's not a quick fix, but what if they want like, what's one supplement that you feel like would be beneficial that let's get, let's do this. I'm going to play a game. One supplement that would make a big difference that you feel like a lot of people need one of them that it's going to shock them. They've probably not heard of it or no, and their doctor hasn't told them to do it. So the first one is, what'd you say? D3? Yeah, I would say D3, which needs to be paired with K2 because the K2 tells the D3 where to go. And then the other one is magnesium. I feel like just we're deficient in so many minerals that magnesium is a big one and that helps with your sleep and your digestion. And, but I don't know if that, those two are things that, people would be shocked to know. I bet a lot of people though, Katie, are not, because I was, I felt like I was pretty good on my supplement game and I was not taking magnesium until I started working with this doctor. And I was taking a lot of stuff and I did a lot of research and I heard it, I'm like, yeah, I probably should. And I noticed a big difference. I noticed also like aches and pains being better. I just noticed feeling better overall. He has me taking two in the morning and two in the evening every single day. And I love it. I don't remember the brand. Do you have a certain brand that you like? I switch it up just because I don't want my body to, you know, I want to keep it on its toes. Yeah. So D3. And I like that you said D3 plus K2 because I was on liquid vitamin D3 forever and thought I was just so smart because that doctor that I met told me that. And then I met a naturopath and she's like, well, (laughs) if it doesn't have K2, you're kind of not doing anything. Because also my D3, my vitamin D levels never went up in 10 years. How is that possible? Because I was not taking it with K2. Well, the other thing too is I just did my hair test analysis and that those results just was, it was mind blowing. Still, I'm still shocked by that because I'm in the process of being able to offer that for my clients. So like the training in that. But when I got the hair test analysis back and we were going through, it gives you like over 30 pages of an overview of the past 90 days of you and your system. And my D3 levels were way off and vitamin B levels were off. I also have the MTHFR gene mutation. So that kind of factors in and how my body can detox properly. But if I'm taking a supplement that I just learned about on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and my body doesn't need that, like it's showing that my body's not deficient in that particular vitamin or mineral, it can throw off all of these other levels. So I was taking this supplement that was inositol. And I looked at my chart and I didn't need to be. And she's like, the lady that helped go through the chart with me, she said that can throw off a lot of other things. So I think that's really important to understand too, is that 
if you don't need to be taking it, you shouldn't be taking it. You know, if it's, if you're not deficient in certain things, it's going to throw off so many other things that you just might not be making that connection. If I'm taking this wrong supplement, it's throwing off my vitamin, my vitamin D3 levels. It's just crazy. That's so good that you said that. Cause I will tell you. I always thought, and I think a lot of people think this, whatever you don't need, your body will just eliminate. You'll just pee it out. So whatever. And we have people who are obsessed. They're getting, they're taking so many supplements. Right. And that's a great point. I never thought about that, that if you don't need it, it could actually be causing harm. And my, de- my doctor says the same thing. He said that too. He had me on several things in the beginning and then we've pared it down. I'm like, I'm hardly taking anything. He goes, that's because you're so used to taking so many things. I've got like four things that I take all the time. Do you have a specific brand of D3, K2 that you like? Because I have one that I like. I don't sell it, but I love it. I like Seeking Health. Seeking Health, okay. Dr. Ben Lynch um, wrote the book, Dirty Genes. And he has the MTHFR gene mutation. And I've, you know, I listen to his podcasts all the time. I've read his book. And he's like super picky. He has his stuff third-party tested a couple of different times. And he's picky with his supplement line. So I do like um, Seeking Health, but I do switch it up with different brands. So my three right now is Seeking Health. And I think there are a couple of sleep. It's a lot to get into, but (laughs) his whole book, Dirty Genes, talks about how we have different SNPs within our body. One of them is the MTHFR gene mutation. But everyone has many different... They're called SNPs. And if they're dirty, then they're not functioning the way they're supposed to, which can manifest in a way like anxiety, depression, and all of these slew of issues too. So he talks a lot about how you can clean up your your genetic mutations so that they're clean. Oh, interesting. I think I have that mutation. I have not done the test, but I have all the signs of it. And my former surgeon who put my implants in, he thinks... There's a direct connection between BII and MTHFR. He really believes that. I was just going to say, because you said that, I have a couple of other like Instagram friends. I call them my friends. My my husband just laughed at me because I'm like, my friend. And he's like, do you mean like your Instagram friend? And I was like, yeah, so. <laughs> One of my closest friends, I've never met her in person. I literally just got invited to her engagement party. And I was going to do a stand-up thing because there's a talent show. Yeah. Do you ever follow Angie Lee? You would love her. She's hysterical. Just just like it sounds, Angie Lee is like the Angie Lee show on Instagram. She's so funny. And we met through Instagram and we're friends now. And she could like is young enough to be my daughter practically. And she invited me to her engagement party and there's a talent show and I was going to get up and do, I can't go to the party. I was going to do a stand-up. And one of the yeah. things I was going to say is, oh, and by the way, Angie, it's nice to meet you. Because <laughs> I had <laughs> never met her. Like literally never met her. Yeah. But so you were saying that you've had friends that have said the same thing. Yeah. That it's a it because your body, if you have the MTHFR gene mutation, depending on because there's two different strands that you could have. So that's dependent on the severity of it. And of course, other like environmental stressors and toxins and stuff, but it can make it very difficult for your body to detox properly. And so that makes sense with breast implant illness that your body is holding on to, you know, all of the things that you can have with breast implant illness. It can just house 
hold the mold and heavy metal and all of that. So it can make it very difficult for your body to just kind of regenerate the way it's supposed to. So I would be so interested to see like a study on that. Yeah. Yeah. The the surgeon that put them in me, unfortunately, he's still putting implants in people, but he's very aware of BII. He does make them test. And if they have the MTHFR mutation, they have to go through this whole like year long protocol and sign consent that they're going to have the implants. One sign for me is that I, I would always get drunk very easily, but super hungover. Like I'd have two, one drink and I'd be hungover for a day and it made no sense. But now I get it. I couldn't methylate. I'm so much better now than I used to be. Now I could drink a case a day. No problem. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I actually barely drink at all. But this has been so enlightening. And as I said in the beginning, what I like about you so much and your account is what came through in this podcast. That is that there's real important content and it's a very serious topic, but you just make it so approachable. No judgment, no shooting, no shaming, no guilting. You're not a purist. And you make it so fun and light. And you also say, look, just get out and walk, get some sunshine, put your feet on the ground, get some sleep, and you're going to be better off than you've ever been. And if you want icing on the cake, you could do these other things. But I encourage everybody to follow you, not just because it's so fun. It really is fun to follow you. You're so great. And I saw in your background, by the way, that you were a Disney princess. I was. And that's the performer coming out in you because you're so good in these freaking videos. They're so good. I know. I still call them (laughs) videos, reels, whatever they are. Um, I, I, I would say video too. But I encourage everybody to follow you. One, because we need just more fun lightness. But you are really sharing some really interesting stuff. And as you're learning, you share it with us. Like, hey, babe, did you know blah, blah, blah? Like, it's really good. So let's say someone's listening or they start following you and they're like, look, yeah, you're entertaining, but I really would like to work with you. Would you take me as a client? Could you, how does that work? How can they become a client of yours? So they would just reach out to me through Instagram. I have my email address on there. And then we would set something up. I like to do a consultation and just to see where we're at. And then we go from there. I am starting to integrate that hair test analysis. So that to me is like a game changer to get a really good baseline of what we're working with. So yes, I think the best way is through email. Okay, perfect. So they'll find you on Instagram, which is organic chaos with two S's. Yes. Great. Perfect. And obviously it'll be in the show notes, but not everybody looks at those. And then I'll close with a funny story. So speaking of how teachable and coachable and smart I am, that doctor sent me not just one, but two kits for hair test analysis. One was when I started working with them in October and another one was six months later to do a follow-up. And I'm like, yeah, I never did the first one. (laughs) Yeah. And there's somewhere buried somewhere in my home home office because I would like, I get overwhelmed by stuff. And then I would like think, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh shit. It says the hair has to be clean or whatever. Oh, I just colored my hair. It shouldn't be colored. And then I get overwhelmed and I throw it out, throw it down on the ground and I'd walk away. So his nurse called me the other day and she's like, chill. Okay. I have my 24 hour urine kit in my freaking bathroom next to my toilet for two weeks now. (laughs) I am a nurse. I've done them on people 50,000 times. You just Uh freaking pee in a cup and throw it in there. It's not hard. But I'm like, yeah, but I got to go somewhere. What what happens if I have to pee? And I'm at a graduation party. And so every day she's like, come on. So that's me. (laughs) So I'm going to go cut my hair off and do the hair test thing now that you've told me that it actually is important. I know it is. It really is. Oh my gosh. Well, I appreciate you being a big yes and having not knowing me at all. I really appreciate you jumping on here and doing this with us and sharing your time. I know you've got these 
three little munchkins and a husband. Please thank him for me. And I I just cannot wait to keep seeing like how things unfold for you. I know it's going to grow into something bigger and I'm going to be one of the people that gets to say I talked to you before. Thank you. I I love that. I guarantee you that's going to happen. Don't forget me. And (laughs) (laughs) I expect VIP seats. Um, (laughs) So proud of you. I love what you're doing and I hope you're proud of yourself. Thank you. It was so much fun chatting. 